Welcome to the Total Connector Show. My name is Kay Van Davani. Uh, the last time I uh, talked to Max Kaidun uh, from Hoddle Hoddle, has been a lot of development, uh, exponential, you know, uh, development and 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 change happening. Uh, uh, we had a you know uh, was pretty uh, compact talk. We talked about about lightning, uh, you know, lightning. We talked about open source. Talked about you know roadmap for Hoddle Hoddle, uh, the security, privacy. We talked about uh, you know the API is coming and the, the improvement in uh, user experience, user interface. Uh, we talk about you know the countries that are uh, heavily uh, you know making use of Hoddle Hoddle. It's uh, you know peer to peer exchange, non custodial, no verification. Uh, so it's it's really a huge help for these people, especially in countries with inflation, hyperinflation, debasement, whatever um, is going on. Uh, we talk about emerging markets. Um, and we'll talk about, you know, organic growth and a lot of other, you know, essential topics. If you want to support me, please uh, like, subscribe, share, follow me, write a short review if you if you want to on iTunes, Apple's, uh, any other podcast platform or even on my YouTube channel. Um, yeah. So if you have any questions, uh, you can, you know, uh, write me at kd at You can follow me on, on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, um, Telegram. And yeah, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for support and have fun. Here you go. Welcome to the Total Connector Show. My name is Kevin Davani. My very special guest is Max Kaidun from Hoddle Hoddle. Max, thanks so much for coming to my show. This is your second time, right? Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me for a second time. I hope. Yeah, uh, I, I hope uh, I'm not too often on your show, so people might get, <laughs> yeah, exactly. not, not, not getting tired from me. <laughs> okay, no, uh, I've been, I've been, um, I think have, have we seen each other uh, last time in on the Lightning Conference in Berlin? Yeah, in Berlin, yeah. And the time before in Riga, it was a really amazing event you organized in Riga. And I also uh, watched uh, partially because I was, you know, going back and forth between interviews uh, in Berlin, but I saw some clips then afterwards of your panel discussion where you participated. So what I want to talk to you about is, uh, first of all, would you just for my new listeners, um, just a brief overview, what was the original intention, the need to create, create in creating HODL HODL? Uh, what's, what's the path to HODL HODL? Yeah, so HODL uh, HODL is a peer-to-peer -peer exchange, but it's uh, on the contrary with the other like famous peer-to-peer -peer exchanges like local bitcoins, for example, or Paxful, we're a non-custodial peer-to-peer exchange. So um, we're somewhere in between BISC, which is software, but it's also non-custodial, and uh, local bitcoins, which is web-based, but it's custodial. So the need was uh, that... Um, well, first of all, it was my personal need because I I, uh, I was uh, using at some point some peer-to-peer -peer exchanges and I understood that uh, like user interface and the experience of user was was not so very good. Um, so, but but the core idea was to create a non-custodial peer-to-peer exchange, pure non-custodial peer-to-peer exchange where exchange doesn't hold any funds. Exchange doesn't hold fiat, exchange doesn't hold crypto, in our case it's Bitcoin. So uh, due to this reason, uh, we are avoiding KYC ML because we're not money transmitter um, and we basically don't 
take money from person A and transfer bitcoins to person B. Like for example, if you trade with, with local bitcoins, you deposit bitcoins within their own wallet and you trade within their own wallet. So basically they're processing your funds from point A to point B. In our case, we understood at some point, it was, I think it was in 2015 with my partner, we understood that, uh, well, there's, um, at some point they will be forced to do KYCML because they're, 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 there's no difference between them and any centralized exchange because, you know, both of them are holding user funds within their, 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 their storages, both of them are processing those funds. So we've created peer-to-peer -peer exchange named HODL HODL, uh, which is non-custodial, which is, uh, we're using Bitcoin multi-signature tech and we've developed it. And um, well, the, the multi-signature tech was, was back then when basically Bitcoin was created. So it's like open source, it's available, but we just took the core tech and created a proper UI UX around that. So people can easily use multi-signature solutions for their own goods and, and for their own needs, which is great. Exactly. And you mentioned, you know, these local Bitcoins, I mean, I also read on your, uh, or was it Hodl Hodl or your uh, Twitter handle, um, that, you know, uh, uh, funds were frozen because of some kind of tier or, or, or some kind of funding limits been reached. Uh, I mean, how, yeah. how, how often does this happen? Uh, Especially I don't know. Like, I don't. I don't. I don't use uh, local bitcoins to be honestly. So, <laughs> right. Uh, I saw that it wasn't us. We we tried to actually we tried to avoid to like say some bad things about our competitors because we 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 truly believe that there should be some kind of business ethics and we also praise always local bitcoins because these guys created single-handedly they created the peer-to-peer -peer market which didn't exist before they like launched the exchange. So local bitcoins was the first one. And basically you need to like, they, they had a huge impact on, on Bitcoin, uh, on Bitcoin community, on, on Bitcoin sector, because like they create massive peer-to-peer markets globally and people globally started to use Bitcoin, like in Venezuela or in other countries, and they started to use Bitcoin due to the fact that there was local bitcoins and like we i think the whole bitcoin community owned to to local bitcoins uh, anyway even if they do the kycml stuff now they did a great job before that and they continue to do a great job so um but yeah we we saw some uh, like mentioning that if you don't verify yourself they have some certain tiers on their own exchange so if you don't verify they just freeze your funds and wait until you do the proper verification process so basically you cannot withdraw uh, at least these are like uh, these are um, facts that presented by local bitcoins users so yeah i'm not using local bitcoin so i cannot verify this but i know that they've been sending emails uh, with verification requests and I know that they've been freezing accounts because there's many 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 comments uh, in Twitter and on Reddit and another well they have their own rules and uh, well if they if they uh, if they do a KYCML of course these rules will be stricter than 
on any other platform. Yeah. Right. So I remember in Riga, uh, you, first of all, uh, that was sort of a huge announcement. HODL HODL would go open source. Yeah. Right. We're, we're, we're going to do, uh, we're going open source. I think it will be 2020 because it takes time to prepare for everything. But uh, yeah, we want to become more transparent. We don't see any risks in that. We only see like positive things uh, because now like people can just look in our code and understand that uh, everything works properly. We do our part. We do like we ensure security and all that stuff, you know. Uh, but we had a second announcement actually as well, which which is uh, for us it's bigger bigger announcement than than open sourcing the exchange of course open sourcing exchange is, is still really cool but uh, we've announced that uh, we will release an api platform where we can put where we will put our smart contracts that we've built uh on the top of bitcoin uh th these ones that we use in hodl hodl which is two out of three multi signature smart contracts and another type that we use in our prediction markets, which are more flexible. Uh, also, we will put some lightning stuff that we've created because you can trade on HODL HODL through lightning channels as well. So we will put this um, under the APIs and we will create a smart contract, like basically generic escrow platform and um, what that does that mean is uh, basically everyone now in the world will be able to take this api from us uh, and create their own peer-to-peer -peer local uh, local bitcoin exchange which will be non-custodial and you don't need to understand how to code bitcoin you can create a front end you can link both parts and then you go you're you you have fully functional uh, local peer-to-peer -peer bitcoin exchange or you can uh, sell real estate using this escrow platform or you can build basically there's a i've been speaking like last two years i've been traveling around uh on many conferences and i've been speaking uh on terms why we should be more um, um i i think why we should be more excited about bitcoin based smart contracts than any other smart contracts in the world because uh these things are simple they're working and on top of that you can build any service you want freelancer platforms um like luxury good selling platforms you can use bitcoin for anything and bitcoin has this escrow mechanism which actually works and it's and it's basically uh the same as the escrow mechanism which works in any banking industry or in any like traditional conventional financial industry so like there's like tons of applications and tons of uh, use cases for this smart contracts that are built on bitcoin and that's why we are excited about that yeah this is this is this is awesome i mean because this it would just facilitate and accelerate you know the decentralization process and the ecosystem which are built finally on on the bitcoin yeah. uh, protocol uh, another thing that uh, I remember you uh, sort of, I don't know, was it an official announcement, uh, even during the panel discussion in Berlin, was, as you mentioned, uh, you can now switch. Let me just show for the, for the viewers on, on uh, YouTube, um, on your HODL uh, HODL website. So this is the button, right? So where you can like yeah. switch from Lightning to Bitcoin. Yeah, you 
can now you are like blue is uh, on chain mode for mm -hmm. trading and purple is uh, lightning mode uh, for for uh, lightning trades on hodl hodl so hodl hodl is uh, um, well I think not the only one there's there's another exchange uh, that that allows you peer to peer trades through the lightning not only depositing an escrow and 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 like releasing depositing or receiving uh, funds from any centralized exchange through Lightning Channel, but also trading through the Lightning Channel. So we are basically one of the few exchanges in the world that actually allows that. So yeah, on Hodl Hodl you can trade uh, on chain, uh, which is two out of three multi signature using Bitcoin blockchain, and you can also switch this mode um and uh, you can trade lightning but um an interesting thing and also some insights for you and for your listeners and viewers that uh we're currently working on redesigning hodl hodl and actually improving ui ux and um most probably the offer list with offers uh, both in in, in uh, on-chain contracts and lightning contracts will be the same so you don't need to switch anymore we will just put all the liquidity in one list and you will be able just to choose which one you want so basically there will be some tickers uh, uh, nearby the offer so you will be able to choose whether you want to trade through the lightning or you want to trade on chain right and you mentioned in uh during uh, the panel discussion berlin that it would uh, the lightning essentially uh, you know enhances or strengthens the, the privacy issues right or the privacy yeah. features right yeah uh, okay. Yeah, because it's it's harder it's harder to track down uh, or to understand who who is uh, like owner of this transaction because they're they're buckled in all the transaction and just send it right away. Um, so the article that Hoddle Hoddle published on Medium.com it said uh, it was sort of a pre-announcement on November sixth and on November on November thirteenth, which would be the the day after tomorrow, sort of. Um, uh, there would, uh, you know, the the uh, you invite, you know, Huddle Huddle invites, you know, uh, all the participants, potential potential participants, to, to Huddle Huddle and uh, to the Liquidity Week. Um, yeah, you want to talk about a little bit about this Liquidity Week? Yeah, we're we're like uh, each each month we do uh, we do two 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 Liquidity Weeks. One is Lightning Week where we discount uh, the fee for lightning trades. And another one is just general liquidity week. Uh, we decrease our commission by 50% and through the whole week, you can just trade with 50% discount on HODL HODL. Well, our commission actually is like twice lower than on local Bitcoins and Paxful. Uh, so we even make it, even from that, we, we make it even twice lower. So it's like four wow. times lower wow. at some point than, than, yeah, and than even, other 50 and, and Max, even cheaper, much, much cheaper than, let's just say, you know, the, 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 the standard, the conventional, you know, KYC exchange. How much, I mean, I don't even know how much like Kraken, how much, how much fees do they charge compared now to, you know, to HODL HODL? I, mean, I don't know. Uh, I think the Kraken is, uh, well, one of the lowest, during I would the say, right? Yeah, during the, the liquidity week, we, we try to match all the conventional exchanges to their fees. But I think Kraken is still, like, they charge 0 0.25 or something like that. But one of our ideas, one of our goals when we were uh, launching Holo Holo, that we dreamed about that at some point, peer-to-peer -peer exchanges will be, will cost you the same 
that uh, centralized exchange. So there will be no difference, at least in terms of uh, like how much you pay trading on HODL HODL and trading on like Binance or, or Kraken or whatever you want. Uh, so we are like, we're trying to do that, but it, uh, I think uh, there's a, still like a long way to go, so. Um, are there any countries which I'm curious about, are there any countries where, where there would be or is uh, actually a, a really urgent need, uh, you know, to trade or whatever, to buy and sell a Bitcoin, but where uh, people don't have maybe the the technical means or maybe it's just, it just maybe even, I don't know, risky to do these kind of things? Because I've I seen the list of your countries uh, on, on that article, but, but Iran, for example, is not included. Why is that? No, we, we do operate anywhere in the world except U.S. We don't work in U.S., obviously for reasons because, you know, we, we don't want to play games with U.S. government. And, um, and of course, like uh, U.S. market, we, we have strong support from that market. We have a lot of like people who are supporting Hodo Hodo and some of them are actually asking where, where you, when you will be presented on our market. But um, yeah, still like U.S. citizens, they have a lot of options to buy Bitcoin, like thousands of them. They're, they're, like their financial system is quite uh quite like sophisticated so they, they have a lot of different options how to buy bitcoin uh, in us so uh, we're more focused uh, with holo holo on emerging markets we do believe that there's a need for bitcoin as a hash from from like local governments or deflations or poor poor managed economies um, and um, there's a need to to present uh, alternative how to buy and sell Bitcoin. So, for example, our top markets at the moment are um, Venezuela, Argentina, uh, Mexico, Mexico, and um, I think there was uh, Colombia. And uh, we also have Russia, which is uh, like biggest or one of the biggest markets for us. Uh, Central Asia and uh, funny but we also have quite significant uh, like offer list from Australia uh, people in Australia are also using Hodo Hodo as well but yeah we believe that uh, of course Australia is not emerging markets it's developed country but uh, anywhere yeah we, I, we believe and I strongly believe like during past three months I think we saw that there's a demand in emerging markets in those economies where people are like they don't know what will happen with the local currency tomorrow and um like for venezuela and for people in venezuela for example bitcoin has been like a vehicle for like for survival basically hedging your own risk from like huge deflation and we will continue focus on emerging markets to be honestly because like again in europe in 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 us uh, you have like a lot of different tools um people are more i think how to say uh people know what will happen tomorrow the everything is more conservative everything is more traditional you most of the countries in, in Europe, uh, they do understand how the future will like, at least in, in upcoming like few months, 
how everything will evolve. Now, as for emerging markets, um, any day is like, <laughs> can be like uh, something different, you know, government can, can come out in the morning and say, you know, well, you had like, I don't know, 1,000 peso yesterday, and now, you, now these 1,000 peso is valued for 100 peso because, you know, we decided that it, that is going to be like this, and, and that's it. You cannot do anything, basically. So, yeah, the, I think the peer-to-peer -peer market and peer-to-peer -peer exchange is a definitely tool for emerging markets, not for, well, people in conventional markets or, like, people in more de developed countries, they, they do like us as well, and they do use us, but... Uh, there's more volume in, in emerging markets, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, great, great news. So, um, uh, I mean, I'm a, you know, you mentioned UX, UI, uh, the user experience. I mean, if we can make it, you know, more accessible, really, in the on the average, uh, you know, uh, a technical level, and um, so that would be like in any kind of applications. I mean, generally, in the Bitcoin space, the you know, the the user experience, user interface, the the intuitive handling of how do I do things without having the need to understand, you know, uh, the, the technical details or intricacies? Um, are there any like uh, challenges, problems you would see in, in this? I mean, when it comes to hot, I mean, is it liquidity? Is it like the main uh, challenge or what would it Well, peer-to-peer, -peer, like peer-to-peer -peer exchanges, they're way more complicated than, than like standard uh, exchanges and, and standard markets. Because, um, well, you have this, uh, you're trading against another person, which is always a risk of a scam is higher. Because on the centralized exchange, you're trading against the exchange. So basically, there's, there's no like, particular risk. If the exchange owners are not scammers, then there's no particular risk that you will be somehow, uh, I don't know, compromised or some, something bad will happen. Um, like um, so, peer-to-peer -peer markets are, are way more difficult, and there there's different workflow, and uh, we constantly working on improving UI UX. And sometimes UI UX is is the key. Uh, like you know, people are sometimes get lost with with all the features that we have. So we try to improve that, and um, but. He, yeah, liquidity is a huge issue, of course, because, you know, on centralized exchange, you can just like borrow money from your investor or from um, any other source. You can put that money into liquidity in your like trading engine and there it's just, you know, you, you will be automatically trading. Uh, while on the peer-to-peer -peer markets, you always need to like make a balance between sellers and buyers so there's at some point there's not so many sellers and there's not so many buyers so you need to it's like i would say the peer-to-peer -peer exchange are more about organic growth um like you just need to like uh, you need to have some patience some funds uh, and you just need to have a great marketing strategy uh, selling strategy and great products as well. So yeah, it's 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 way more complicated to be honest. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, uh, so Max, you talked also about channel capacity, security. Um, uh, during the panel discussion, you, uh, you yeah. 
do you want to talk about this? Uh, what you meant? Because I, I didn't understand it quite like channel capacity. Yeah, because uh, there, there's a limit uh, in trades in Lightning when, during this panel on, uh, on the Lightning conference. There's a, there's a limit for trading. So you cannot trade large amounts on the Lightning for now. Uh, well, I believe it's good because, you know, it's still a very young technology and uh, like on HODL, HODL people mostly trade 10, 20 bucks per trade. So use case for a lightning is just perfect, you know, for like trading for a small amount. Um, but yeah, if at some point there will be increased channel capacity and increased uh, opportunities to trade larger volumes, then, then it will be good because you never know, maybe there are people who are willing to trade one, two, three BTC for one trade and they wanted to, to do it through the lightning. Well, that, that's the next step, I think, for lightning to like improve this stuff and to allow people uh, securely transfer large amounts of Bitcoin. And uh, well, another thing, uh, the security, yeah, well, uh, lightning bre breaks sometimes, you know, it's not like, uh, I, I, I wouldn't say the security is bad. I would say that there's some bugs uh, in lightning, uh, but people like lightning team, uh, they're improving this, developers are working hard on that. So overall, my perception from, from the conference was that uh, like there's a lot of work an effort been put to the lightning and it's really like motivate this motivates us to to build even more stuff on lightning because we saw that there's a huge community uh who is like really fascinated about lightning and they see the huge potential and we are happy that we we've been among like few of the first exchanges presenting this opportunity to people uh, which is great so overall, like we're happy with having Lightning on our exchange and working on that protocol. Ah, oh, gotcha. Okay, wonderful. Um, um, uh, going back to the, to, the, to the list of the countries I want to talk to you about, uh, do you think, I mean, um, you know, assessing, you know, what is, uh, or, um, assessing, you know, the, the analysis of, of other experts geopolitically, macroeconomically, um, you know, the recession might even come next year in Europe. There's, I think, uh, we, we live really in crazy times right now. Do you think there's like, uh, it's going to be a tipping point where there's going to be a, you know, it's about supply and demand, but uh, you think it's going to be in, in the tipping point where, you know, all of a sudden, uh, you know, a growing number of countries, uh, not even in, you know, not necessarily in the developing countries, but also in the developed countries are going to like rush to whatever, you know, would it be, custodial, non-custodial, uh, KYC, non-KYC, such as HODL, non-KYC. Yeah, but, well, uh, I, I think that, uh, yeah, any like economical problems, they, uh, people are trying to hedge their risks, their assets. So I, I see that more and more people start to understand the thing that basically your fiat money is, uh, uh worth less from each year like basically you need you know well like gold bitcoin you, you need to hash you need to do something with your money because just just having money on the account doesn't work anymore it wasn't working any like at any time you know because it's like it's constantly you know you like 
10 years 10 years ago you could use like 100 bucks for for like to buy some good stuff now now you cannot buy the same stuff for 100 bucks you need to think about it you know it's it's a simple logic you don't need to be like very economically wise to understand that your purchasing power is actually falling down um so I think, yeah, I think that uh, even without any crisis or recessions or any stuff, I think people will generally come to uh, to to Bitcoin due to the fact that there's a like, limited amount of Bitcoins will exist. There's like, um, it's, you're removing the middleman. Nobody will say what you can do with your Bitcoin, to whom you can send it or from whom you can receive. And nobody can came, of course, if, if you don't break on any corner that you have something uh, and confiscate it. Because, you know, with bank account, it, like, you can be shut down like this. It's easy, you know, because it's, it's one system, you know. It's like banks and governments. It's like mostly it's the same already, you know. Uh, and the banks are not to blame because they are playing by the rules that is created by the governments and um so yeah it's it's kind of uh i think that like even if we won't see any recession or economical problems uh and honestly i hope we won't see them because you know many people will uh, like lose their jobs and all that stuff why you need to do that you know the more people have their jobs the more econ economical development we are the better it is for everyone you know even for bitcoin I wouldn't want to uh, Bitcoin succeed uh, due to the reason that there's a recession and people are losing their job and houses and whatever. I would love Bitcoin to succeed that people uh, came to idea and more and more people would recognize that it's a good asset or it's a good payment method or whatever and it's convenient and it's easy to use and uh, it's it has a huge potential so i would be like more into that that people just just start to understand that bitcoin is a thing and it has a huge value and it has a huge use case and value proposition and it's the money of 21st century uh, so i w i would love to do that i i don't like people where, where, where people are like some people are tweeting or posting the picture like recession is here to come many people will lose their job and finally bitcoin will cost like hundred thousand euros like why why you need to do that you know when there's a recession there's always a people who are suffering why you need to do that so i would love to see more educated people coming uh, like young people coming who are using mobile phones who don't understand why you need to go to the bank banking branch and give your documents to some kind of guy to open an account who understand though how to download the wallet to your to your phone and use it. So I would love to see that rather than any kind of recession or economical crisis. Yeah, no, Max. It's just uh, that we have to differentiate between you know the the countries where there where the people already feel the pain. You know the yeah. existential, social, economical 
uh, they they feel it, they see it. I mean, you don't need much explanation, you know. But uh, you know, people yeah. like whatever here in Austria or in Europe, people are way too comfortable. I mean, they don't even understand yeah. really the serious implications what's what's coming. You know, not because we don't want chaos. You know, we don't want any any kind of you know suffering, pain. But maybe the there is you know that's what I meant with the tipping point. You know, maybe yeah. people finally get it. You know, the understanding the root causes of all the symptoms. Yeah, and then sort of preventively. Yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, I do understand point. But like, if if you would, if if I would had an opportunity to choose between two options, like how people, how Bitcoin will go mainstream, like uh, through the recession or through the more knowledgeable people coming to the market, I would choose second option because it's like way more better and it's way more organical, to be honest. Because those people who educate themselves who did the research most probably they will stay within bitcoin those people who did it because of the need well you don't know maybe when the f they will create some kind of centralized uh like fiat shitcoin uh stable coin government stable coin and they will say okay we now have this and recession is over we should return back to like uh government backed <laughs> stable coin or yeah. shitcoin you know like people who are educated, they they most probably they as soon as you start researching Bitcoin, the implications, the reasons for that, um, Austrian economics and all that stuff. You most probably there's no way back for you to to the fiat uh, town of fiat shitcoins. You know, you will understand the reasons behind. You will understand the value proposition and potential of Bitcoin. Like. It, like and yeah there's need in other markets and maybe there, you need to have some kind of chaos for a short moment to understand but i would rather prefer uh, more educated people coming into the industry rather yeah. than people who are rushing because of the need i totally agree with you i'm totally on your page because i, w I always say you know instead of waiting or or you know, I hope it's not going to happen, you know, but, but uh, I hope uh, my wish is that people really understand because of the un comprehension and education and understanding the potential of Bitcoin, because in the, you know, yeah. in essence, we, we sh shall not forget it's about separation of money versus state government central banks. So yeah. <laughs> this is actually our, our, the, the whole aim of, of Bitcoin and, and, you know, making it first for the first time in human history, the scarcest and hardest money ever created. Uh, so, uh, Max, uh, I don't have much any questions uh, left, but uh, is there so, sort of a roadmap uh, for how long you want to you you can talk about? Um, yeah, well, we're going to release the, our API uh, in upcoming months, most probably in the end of 2019. We recently announced some partnerships with, uh, like, Blue Wallet, for example, that uh, now like people who are using Blue Wallet they will be able to buy. At some point, I think, in, in when they will finish API and integrate, uh, they will be able to buy and sell Bitcoin peer-to-peer -peer, uh, through Blue Wallet uh, uh, app on their phone. So, and we are going to announce a few more partnerships in upcoming months. So the API for exchange is coming. Uh, also, the redesign, as I mentioned, improved UI UX is coming as well for Holo Holo. Uh, new languages coming, like few new languages. German language will be added to to Hodl Hodl, I think, in 2019. Well, uh, open source uh, 2020 
somewhere some at some time in 2020 because it takes some time and we don't have that much uh coding power to say and uh, yeah and the escrow api platform is coming most probably uh, well first half of 2019 in 2020 so it's like we hope we will be able to release it uh, like february march but as with any kind of technical release you know you can hope for one thing and most probably will happen another thing because you develop we already have the the, the tech for that so we only need to uh create some like some some uh, other stuff which is a bit more easier and yeah so end of 2019 the beginning of 2020 will be most probably very interesting time for hodl hodl as well wow very exciting max <laughs> so are there any um any other information or resources now besides you know the twitter handle of you hodl hodl the website hodl hodl any other you know uh, resources or materials or i don't know videos or people can watch for yeah well, like we have a youtube channel which is like pretty big it's like 1800 people subscribe to this and uh well we have a reddit and uh, like if you want to like the most active way of communication apart from the twitter is also telegram group we have like um i think the most active groups are now like general hodl hodl group which is obviously at hodl hodl in telegram we also have a russian uh telegram group for russian speaking community and we also have a huge spanish uh community in telegram and it's actually increasing they seem to be pretty active yeah it's 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 very active <laughs> like uh in in the beginning of november in the first november we just uh we just make a post that uh, like guys we're available in latin america for you in any case if you have any problem and since then like you know our telegram group um it growed from uh like it grew 10 times for like one one and a half week i think something like that uh the the amount of offers increased on hodl hodl and the trade amount is also increased there's there's way more there's more liquidity now on hodl hodl than it was in october so we see like increasing demand and the, the, the like uh, Spanish speaking community, uh, these people are so amazing. Uh, they're very supportive and like support from, the, from them was, was really amazing. So yeah, um, it's, it's a huge group and it's increasing as well. So yeah, Telegram, Twitter, like YouTube, YouTube for, for guides and for all other stuff. And um, yeah, that's, these are, most probably be, be like the ways we we also are available on facebook but it's like um it's facebook you know nothing interesting in there in terms of crypto all all crypto people are on twitter you know all roads lead to huddle huddle <laughs> i would say yeah hopefully <laughs> yeah hopefully. no this hopefully. is great fantastic it was really educational inspiring and enlightening uh and really really i mean it's 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 very optimistic i mean i i'm, I'm i've never been optimistic in my life before max so, <laughs> so when it comes to Bitcoin, no, it's really exciting. thank you thank you yeah so hope to see you soon i don't know maybe at the next event hopefully maybe even in vienna because i think there's something coming up in spring uh, a bitcoin conference so let's see you know if you have cool. time energy and whatever uh the resources to come uh will you know uh 
happy to see you you know face to face in person again <laughs> yeah cool okay max thank you so much for your time and uh yeah take good care thank you everyone thank you for having me cheers bye-bye bye-bye welcome to the podcast show by kevan davani the total connector total bitcoin awesome economics the hardest and scarcest money ever created in human history Bitcoin.